of Speaking Startup, Missouri Business Alerts podcast covering the news and issues important to Missouri entrepreneurs. I'm Seth Bodine, filling in for Isabel Robles. This week is Missouri Business Alerts government and commodity reporter, Ralph Chipoko. Ralph, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. It's great to be here. Ralph, you've been doing a lot of interviews. What was your most recent interview? My most recent interview had to do with food deserts. We're trying to do a piece on grocery stores and the lack of access in rural areas because some of them are closing down or some areas have actually just one grocery store in the area. Some have none. So, Well, I, I look forward to that report. Should we get started? Let's go. First, we are introducing Missouri Business Alert's pitching podcast that will track three aspiring entrepreneurs as they navigate a contest to fund their business ideas. That is interesting. Okay, let's hear more about it. Well, it's a five-episode program that will follow three students as they go on this journey to make their business ideas come true. Following that, we will hear from Kelly Sievers from the Women's Capital Connection in Kansas City. She hosted an event this week focused on helping entrepreneurs raise funding for their businesses. Missouri Business Alert's Rashi Shivastava talked with her afterward. Lastly, we'll take a look at important numbers in entrepreneur and startup news. But first, here are this week's headlines. Four startups are joining Digital Sandbox KC. Companies include Dynamhex Technologies, a company trying to combat climate change with software that tracks energy data. Another is TheraWe Connect, which makes software for connecting parents to their children's therapy providers. Companies selected for Digital Sandbox KC get expert guidance in up to $25,000. Swappa, an online marketplace for used phones and other devices, has created a local add-on service called Swappa Local. The new offering is meant to ensure that buyers get the product they expect from sellers. The platform requires sellers to provide the device's serial number along with verification photos. The vendor must also be on an approved list. Particle Space was named one of the top 50 tech companies in Intercon, a technology conference in Las Vegas. The Kansas City startup makes technology for monitoring properties and alerting managers about issues like temperature changes or water leaks. David Big, the company's founder, said it was an honor to have that work recognized in such a meaningful way. The University of Missouri system has a name for its translational precision medicine complex now. It will be called NextGen Precision Health Institute. University officials announced the name last week when they held a groundbreaking ceremony for the Columbia Building. The site is meant to help with the development of new medical treatments. It's set to open in 2021. If you haven't noticed already, there's a brand new Missouri Business Alert podcast in the Speaking Startup feed called Pitchin. Missouri Business Alert reporters followed three entrepreneurs at a university startup contest. Here's an excerpt from that podcast. Of the dozens of participants from across Missouri competing in the program, we've gotten to know three promising entrepreneurs. In the months leading up to the final pitches, these three entrepreneurs have hit the ground running. We've learned that each of these entrepreneurs have vastly different business ideas, yet they all share a similar struggle. One of the biggest? Time. No one knows this better than Greg Beer. Greg is an entrepreneurship professor at MU, and he helped organize the program. He also coaches a handful of the entrepreneurs while trying to keep them all on track for the competition. I've begun to realize that our student entrepreneurs are like student athletes. They are struggling to balance their work schedule, to pay bills while they go through college, going to class, doing homework, and oh, by the way, they're working on this venture on the side. 
from how these entrepreneurs will balance their time to how they came up with their original ideas in the first place, this podcast will take you through the ups and downs of launching a business from the perspective of young adults who are figuring it out as they go. So without further ado, let's introduce them to you. Hi, my name is Libby Martin. I'm the founder of Calving Technologies, and I'm a first-year veterinary medical student. Libby's main goal? She's attempting to bring farmers into the 21st century with new technology. Before talking to Libby for the first time, I wanted to get a better sense of what her company did. And in a bunch of articles she did with other journalists, she kept bringing up this thing called the paper towel method. She describes it as the reason she decided to become an entrepreneur. So I wanted to know more. You talked about this paper towel method. Oh, yeah. Talk to me more about that. Yeah, so the paper towel is what I like to tell people about. So I grew up watching my brother, my grandpa, my family take notes on paper towels. So like a lot of times people have, it sounds crazy, but a lot of times people will have a roll of shop towels in their trucks. And it's just something that's in there. And you just grab one and you take notes on it. And she explained to me that these notes on the towels are crucial to a farmer's livelihood because they track the health of their cows. In 2015, Libby's family couldn't keep track of all of their cows, especially the ones that were pregnant. If a pregnant cow goes into labor in the middle of the night and a farmer isn't aware, the calf will likely die. So it's very ineffective, and like right now we're going into like calving season. It's cold, and they're freezing to the ground. They're not prepared if they need a C-section. You don't get there in time. It's just a huge money loss. In simple words, Libby explains her invention as a Fitbit for cows. The device can monitor things like heart rate and blood pressure, which can be vital in the middle of the night if a cow is going to give birth. A farmer can sleep soundly, knowing they'll be alerted if the cow seems like it's about to go into labor. And this problem isn't just affecting Libby's family. According to the USDA, out of 31 million cows in the U.S., 10% died from dystocia. That's another word for calving difficulty. And Libby's device could fix this. And it's crazy. It sounds really crazy and it's ineffective, but I'm trying to change that. That is why it's been going on since 2015, because when I tell you, it took an array of people saying, if it's not there, you should do it. And I was like, how has somebody not come up with this yet? Obviously, that's the dream as an entrepreneur, to have that aha moment that could solve a problem. You have a stellar business idea? Next, you need funding, whether it's through an angel investor or crowdsourcing, says Kelly Sievers, managing director of the Women's Capital Connection, a regional network of women angel investors. Earlier this week, one of our reporters, Rashi Srivastava, got a chance to have a one-on-one -on -one discussion with Sievers, who spoke in a SCORE mentoring event about how businesses can access money to grow their business. Here's Rashi. I'm at the Kauffman Foundation Conference Center in Kansas City today. Angel investors, crowdfunding, and micro-lending programs are just a few of the topics 26 small business owners learned about. I'm joined by Kelly Sievers, the Managing Director of the Women's Capital Connection, an angel investment group for women. Kelly, I'd like to dive into how you got introduced to the entrepreneurial world. Yeah, so I was fortunate to grow up with a dad as an entrepreneur. And so when I got out of college and when I was 24, 25, I thought I just needed to own my own business. Retail sounded fun. What are the top three tips you would give to an entrepreneur who's in the initial stages of securing capital? Uh, find mentors, find uh, programs. Um, don't think you can figure it all out by yourself. 
find a smaller business, uh, work for that business for a while, learn from them, ask a lot of questions that you can use then. What the entrepreneur always says is ready, fire, aim, right? So you just do it. I'd encourage people to try things. I, I do. A lot of times when people think of entrepreneurs, the first thing that comes out of their mouth is they're risk takers. Well, a lot of entrepreneurs don't feel that way because they feel that the, it's less risk to take on, on themselves in running a business than it is to go work for somebody. Talk to me about some of the trends that you're seeing when it comes to different types of funds available for small businesses. There is a lot more opportunity to get funding for your business than there was even a dozen years ago. A lot more opportunity. But again, I think it's doing your research and deciding which type of funding is good for you. You know, a lot of people think having an investor sounds really sexy, like I want to go get an investor. Well, it might not be the type of financing for your business. You might need to maybe go get some money from friends and family or a bank loan or just a loan from somebody. Uh, that might not be the path you need to take. But there are a lot of funding mechanisms in Kansas City nowadays much more compared to what they used to be. How do you view the narrative that it's very difficult to raise money in the Midwest? What do you think about um, how that's affecting businesses? Well, I mean, there is a lot of a lot more focused on middle America than there are than there has been for a long time, um, mostly because of the cost of living here. I mean, people are pricing themselves out of the market. And on the coast, especially up in Northern California, we are a bit more conservative in that we, we don't tend to fund what we call back of the napkin ideas. We need folks to have, who have, you know, um, have self-funded maybe a little bit longer than they look at companies that are on the coasts. But we are always looking for good deals. I mean, we are always looking to fund good deals. We are. What checklist does a small business need to check off to qualify as a good deal? For us to fund you, you should have a product, you should have some customers, um, you should have a, a clear-cut path to gain market share, you should have a, um, a good thought-out exit strategy. There's been an increasing emphasis on access to capital for underrepresented founders. What, if any, promising signs have you seen for this effort locally? I think it's critical for businesses to have a diverse team. Now, I just in my work, I focus a lot on women, men, diversity. And so I just think it's critical for... I. I realized, and the statistics prove it out, that um, companies that are run by both men and women, as well as companies that are invested in by both men and women, are more successful companies. The statistics prove it out. There's actually certifications, and they've been around a long time, but there's um, WBE, Women, Be Women Business Enterprise, and MBE, Minority Business Enterprise, certifications. Um, and um, while a lot of times people, I do know a lot of women that will say, well, I want to do it on my own. I don't want to have to have, you know, that people are maybe giving me a contract because I'm a woman-led business. And it's like those are just different um, things you could put tools in your toolkit to have and to um, help you grow your business. For a new business in Kansas City, what are some of the resources available to get started and to raise money? So... So a good resource is to contact Casey Sourcelink because they do, they are the, 
navigator. UMKC, Small Business Development Technology Center, and they house uh, the digital sandbox, which is proof of concept funding. So if you really do have a, a technology you're trying to develop, that's good funding early on. It could be, again, some friends and families, you say, I need some help with um, some exploring an idea. I need to go to a seminar or you know, travel somewhere. Um, but yeah, it's, it's connecting with, U- or with Casey SourceLink, with the UMKC Small Business Development Center, Technology and Development Center, contact Johnson County Community College has a Small Business Development Center to connect with. Um, a lot of these organizations are funded um, heavily by the SBA, Small Business Administration, and they're there to help you in your business, the Women's Business Center, um, if you're a woman starting up or growing your business too. So while a lot of it rests on finding the money, it isn't all about that. Thank you so much, Kelly. It was really great talking to you and learning about capital in Kansas City. Oh, thank you. It's my pleasure. And now let's look into important Missouri startup news by the numbers. Ralph, what are your digits? 6.2%. That is the estimated year-over-year growth in the number of new startups for Kansas City last year. That made the city the fastest-growing startup scene in the nation, according to a new report from real estate blog Commercial Cafe. Kansas City ranks second for startup density behind Austin, Texas. It was sixth in tech employment growth, with an increase of about 30% over last year. What's yours, Seth? Mine is $3.9 million. That's the amount of revenue that Missouri has collected in application fees from entrepreneurs looking to get into the medical marijuana business. Jackson County had the most applications with 104. Officials from the Department of Health and Senior Services released the formal application in June and will continue to accept them until August. And now this week's quote of the week. Ralph, what do you have? All right, here's the quote. Entrepreneurs have four issues. Not enough time, not enough money, not enough process, and not enough mindset. So if UMSL can teach these things to students, the rate of success may go up. That was University of St. Louis Accelerate Executive Director Dan Lauer. He believes that 95% of startups will fail, while 70% of those who go through accelerators will succeed. The university sends 10 students to intern for startups in its Ameren Accelerator program. And that's all for this week. This has been Speaking Startup from Missouri Business Alert. This episode was produced, edited, and hosted by me, Seth Bodine, and Ralph Chipoko. Our theme music was produced by Elliot Bowman. We'll speak to you next week.